Hey, fitness business secrets listeners. Today on the show is J.R. Spear. Now he's been on the show before, but that was before COVID. And what's really interesting is that since then, he's actually started a whole new business and he's been super successful. Over the past four months, he's made 189K, $189,000 on his new business. But what's really special is that he helps trainers improve their biz online business through these fitness marketing funnels. Today in the show, you're gonna learn his secret to success, his daily creed that helps him keep accountable. Then he's gonna share with us how to be successful with our online business through marketing funnels. A marketing funnel is a series of, let's say marketing pieces, whether they're emails, websites, or a lead magnet that slowly gets the client more trusting and interested in what we have to offer. So you are gonna learn the five main funnels that every online coach must have. Then he's gonna share with us something I'm really excited about, the challenge funnel, how to grow your clients to 50 or 60 clients in a month with an introductory challenge. Now the purpose of a funnel, and if you can imagine a funnel, it goes from a wide opening to a small opening. So the idea is you have a wide net and you catch multiple possible leads, but not everyone's gonna be right and ready to pay for a more premium product that's lying at the end of your funnel. So it funnels people down. Now, once you get to that premium product, that maybe session where you're talking to someone about signing up for a $500,000 product, it can be scary. So he talks about how to overcome your fear and slowly make your way to having that premium product that really makes you money. Today's episode is the first part of my two-part interview with J.R. Spear. And next week, we're also going more in depth in creating marketing funnels to sell premium products for your training business. Today's episode is especially good, so make sure to stay tuned. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Today, our guest is J.R. Spear. He's an online personal trainer that gets tons of people in for his fitness challenge. But that's not his focus. He just loves fitness. I mean, he had a couple of gyms before, a martial arts studio, and he's an Iraq veteran. So he has a lot of accomplishments under his belt. What he's doing today is he's coaching other PTs on how to grow their online business through marketing funnels. And he's helped clients grow from, let's say, just a few clients to 50 to 60 in just a month with things like an intro challenge. In addition, he's an Iraqi veteran who survived a suicide bombing. In part one of my two-part interview, you get to actually hear what he went through. What's interesting is that he's pulled a lot of lessons from that experience and being in the military. That's really brought him a lot of success in his business life. Hey everyone. So we're going to talk about some really interesting things. We're going to talk about how to be prepared and strategically set up your business so you can really grow your clients online. In addition, we'll also talk about some techniques so you have the right offers to grow your leads. All right, Jerry, thanks for being on the show. So 
a lot has happened. You've been on the show before. You've done a lot of interesting things in the fitness industry and you have a very interesting past in multiple ways. So I would just love to hear more about what you're doing right now because I see you're helping a lot of fitness coaches grow their business online during this crazy time. Yeah. So to take it, to get a little backstory, I'll kind of start like where I started and you know what led me to where I'm at right now. So on February 7th, 2007, I was, I was in the military and I was blown up in a suicide bombing in Iraq. And that was a very a crucial time in, in, in my life. And it definitely affected me on who I am today and, and made me realize what, what my purpose is. But to kind of talk a little bit about that story and what, what I wanted to preframe to what some of the strategies I want to talk about is during that blast, you know, first off, I was staying in one spot for a long time talking to another Marine. And it, then I just got an urge from, you know, call it the Holy Spirit, call it a feeling to get whatever it was just saying, Hey, you know what, you need to pick up and move. And I was staying in the spot for probably 30 to 45 minutes, just chatting with this other Marine. And we're at a walking checkpoint where uh, locals or anyone coming in and out of the city had to, you know, be searched, come through this area and they, they couldn't get through without coming, walking past us. And, you know, so I ended up getting that urge. I felt like I needed to move. And as I was moving, my Sergeant Major walked by us. I passed by this opening and then all of a sudden the blast happened. You know, a guy killed himself. I was only about seven to 10 feet away from this guy. And uh, my job in the military, I was security for the chaplain. And I saw him thrown on the ground. I was blown, you know, thrown to the ground. And I'm not sure exactly what happened. Probably knocked out a little bit, but I ended up picking up the chaplain and dragging him for probably 25, 50 yards until we got underneath, uh, underneath some shelter. And, and there's, there's a lot more to that story. But the big point that I want to hit on is what happened after that. So when the, and the, it took me many years up probably within the past year to actually realize the significance of what happened after that blast and what, and how it can tie into business. And it was, it was amazing as I reflect, reflect back on that time to seeing like, if I was going to stand back and just watch the whole event happen, watching all the Marines and the sailors kind of go off and do their thing and what they had to do. Everyone knew their place, what they had to do and get it done. So we had a set of marines and sailors that went out and patrol because we thought it was mortars coming in we didn't know it was a suicide bombing so we went out and patrolled the city did what they had to do there was helicopters that came in to help uh ev evacuate the people that got injured we had corpsmen that was uh getting with the other people we had all the the sergeants and gunny sergeants and first sergeants that were leading and, and helping the people and looking from the outside perspective and at that event now i mean i look at on how powerful that machine was and how well everyone was able to react during that time and i call it an ambush so what is what in an ambush is what is something that's going to take you by surprise and without you even knowing. And then the cool thing is how we all reacted to it. Everyone knew what to, what to do, how to react, how to respond and knew their place. And it, it goes back to the training beforehand. And this, this is, this is kind of how I want to tie it in and how it can relate to your audience and with online fitness trainers, but it's identifying those different threats. And it goes back to the training on building that muscle memory so that when you are in an ambush and times of being thrown off guard, thrown off balance, where you're able to react and respond appropriately. And it could be in business, an ambush could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a crazy life or death situation, but an ambush could be anything from uh, a sales objection or a client quitting or you know something just not going right, like a, an instructor not showing up to teach a class or a client not showing up, how are you going to react to it? Those are different things on knowing how to respond and, and recognizing those as different threats. So when I say like as a threat, we prepared for ambushes. Like we don't know what's going to happen when we're in Iraq, when we get blown up, when we get shot at, if there's an IED, if there's going to be some sort of danger. 
we don't know what's going to happen or when it's going to happen, but we've prepared for situations like that. So the training that we lead up to it prepared us for the ambush and we identified what the threats could be. So if we got, if we got blown up or if we got shot at, or if we had, you know, hit an IED with a Humvee, no matter what the situation may be, all the Marines and sailors and every single person knew their place at that right time. And it's, it goes into knowing your systems. It goes into knowing what, what your job is and how to react when you're in a situation or a place. And the cool thing, I always say like the Marine Corps is like the best business out there in the entire world because it doesn't matter where the Marine Corps is at. A PFC that's just coming in the military or a gunnery sergeant that's being transferred to a new duty station, no matter where they go at, what battalion, what unit they go at in any of the world, everyone knows their place and what they have to do. Everyone knows like what their job is, what their mission is, what they're, what they're supposed to accomplish. And it, it, it's familiar to them. And it comes from the training that, that we do. So before we go to Iraq, we go through a ton of training to prepare us for it. And it's almost, it's like a, we, we go to a camp where we, it's set up almost like a combat zone, like it is in Iraq. We prepare for uh, situations where we're surrounded by different actors that are uh, Middle East culture, that we're being exposed to those different things, those different types of environments, so that when we're there, we're prepared for it. We, we prepare for in a situation, what needs to happen when we do it. That's why we do hikes all the time. That's why we practice patrolling. That's why we practice, you know, going through all the missions and everything that we need to do to accomplish what needs to get done. And the same thing goes in business. In business, we, we, even though we think we're really good at sales, we can always get better. Even though we think we're really good at one task, we can always get better. And you got to constantly train over and over again. So that way, when you are in an ambush, you are able to pivot and react to it appropriately versus trying to stumble. Like if you get, if you're on a call and a client says one thing and you weren't prepared for it and you just start stumbling your words and you, and all of a sudden you just let that client go. It's like, okay, well, yeah, I guess call me whenever you get, when it's the right time for you because you just didn't know what to say. You didn't know how to counteract the, what, what they're saying for you. And that's a threat. So the threat is learning how to overcome those different objections, anything that's going to throw you off balance. And that way you're able to react and pivot according to what they say. So, when it comes to my message for and relating my time in Iraq, we identified the threats before we got there and we knew how to react when a situation happened. And it's the training that you put into that, that helps you to be able to react and build that muscle memory. So when a situation does happen and you are ambushed, you know how to respond and how to react from that. Same thing goes in business. We know that we're going to run into different situations, whether it's a, an objection uh, to a sales call, whether it's a client quitting and all those different things that I was mentioning before, but we need to be prepared for that and build that muscle memory. So when that does happen, we know how to respond appropriately and need to be able to, to react and react fast. And if you stumble or if you just give up too easy, it's going to be really hard to grow that business and be successful at it. But you got to be able to respond appropriately and be able to react to any response that a client may give or be able to respond appropriately when a client, a client wants to quit quit uh, your program or it could be anything. What if there's a life or death situation or life situation where you get sick or a family member gets sick or you get a death in the family? How are you going to respond to that? Those are different threats that you need to be prepared for and set your business up so that way it's able to move like a machine without you always having to be there. And it's just recognizing what are those threats? What are the different things that you can, need to do to set them up so that you can respond and that way it can still run the way it should be? Like if, if a client quits, are you going to be, is it going to kill your business or do you have a plan in place that's going to help you be, be prepared for that? So that's, that's kind of the, the main thing when it comes to identifying the different threats. And, and I call that the ICE method where ICE stands for 
identify the threats, create a plan and then execute the mission. So after you identify those different threats, create a plan of how you have overcome that, of those threats and then execute that mission. So that way you know that you're mission ready and whenever something like that may happen to go. And uh, you know, something that if any, if anyone on here is listening to the message, you hear me talk about the daily creed all the time. Like what is the daily creed? Why do I talk about it? Why am I passionate about it? Why, why do I even have it as a, a logo on my phone? But the daily creed stands for, it pretty much means your daily belief, but it's an acronym that I created that stands for commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. And the thing is, when you identify those threats and you're creating your, the plan and, you're, and you know you got to execute that mission when it goes out there, you need to know that you're going to have some rough times to be able to get through there. And you got to be able to stay committed to what, the, what those are. You got to be resilient when those difficult days come. You got to give excellence, not just settling for good enough or just okay, but giving your best during every situation and not just settling like, okay, it's good enough. And then having that discipline and the discipline that I'm talking about is having that emotional and physical discipline to respond appropriately with, with your clients or respond appropriately with, with yourself and just having that, that emotional discipline too. So when a client quits or uh, you get that objection, how are you going to respond to it? Are you going to respond emotionally and get all upset and, and fight your client on it? Um, or are you going to respond appropriately and talk to them about the benefits of why they actually signed up with your program in the first place? And uh, so the daily creed has been something that I talk about every single day, pretty much on my message is something that I'm passionate about. And, and it's a belief that holds me accountable to it. And then to the point of where I even have a lot of my clients create like a daily creed journal and something that I do for myself. And the daily creed journal, it, it's a, it's a journal that's used only for one specific thing. And it's, you're writing down your goals that you are committing to, and you're not just setting those standards. You're, you're writing down the goals of where you want to go, what you want to achieve, and, and you're setting those in there every single day. Bullet point. I want to make uh, $1 million. I want to achieve this. I want to have 1,000 clients. I want to, whatever it may be, put it in bullet points, and you need to write in it every single day what, the, what you're committing to, and then you need to look at it every single night. That way it stays front of mind, and that way you're changing your mindset, your belief of what, knowing what you can achieve. So when, so when you wake up every day and you're, you're trying, to, trying to find a little bit of motivation to stick to the plan that you want to, to go after, you have your daily creed journal to see what you're committing to. You're having a rough time or a client quits, you have your daily creed journal to be able to go to and say, hey, you know what? This is what I'm committing to. This is what I'm sticking to. I'm going to follow through and, and, and do it. Now, the, the, that, where, where people fail at is they set their standards and their commitment really high. But let's just say your goal is hit $10,000 a month in your coaching business. Okay. Your goal is $10,000 a month. You're halfway through the month and you're only at $3,000. You're not close to the 10,000. What are you going to do to get there? Are you going to lower the standards? You're like, well, I think next month I'm going to make it only 5,000 or I'm going to make it 6,000 because it's easy. Well, you start lowering your standard on one thing, you're going to start lowering your standard on everything. So keep your goal right there and just work that much harder to be able to achieve it. Because if you start lowering your standard, you're going to start making lowering your standard on every area aspect of your life, not just on those goals, but every little thing and you're settling for okay. So be committed to your goals, be committed to the things that you want to achieve and keep chasing and running after that. So that, that's, that's kind of how I tie it in to the business with what I do and also my experience with, with my time in Iraq. And because the thing is, we all got a story. We all got something we can relate to and that we, the, what we can achieve. If you listen to my, my live this morning, I talked about your message, your message, and every one of us has a story or something that we can, we can say that can relate to other people that helps someone else. And it's our, it's our duty to kind of identify what the stories are, whether it's a big story or a small story, to be able to get our message out there to be able to help other people. But identifying those different threats, 
create a plan so that way when they do show up in your life that you're able to execute the mission that to take place so that way you're not not thrown off guard you're not able to not respond but you're able to respond appropriately when those things come your way so that that's that's the that's a big takeaway that so if anyone's hearing this like identify what those threats are but also you know live out your daily creed stay committed to it be resilient in those times give excellence on everything and execute that mission and have that discipline to be able to follow through with what you're what you say you want to do Okay. So it sounds like you've kind of used that, that set to really create a really interesting business. Could you talk about how that's guided you to your current business? I think it's the Fit Pro Funnels. Yeah. So pretty much Fit Pro Funnels happen all by accident. And I started learning how to build funnels, like sales funnels and different things for the past three years. And it started with the one away challenge with ClickFunnels with Russell Brunson. So if, if no one's ever don't know who Russell Brunson is or know what a funnel is, they should definitely find out and and check them out because it definitely changed my life. But I started learning how to build funnels in the past three years. And then when COVID hit, people start asking me, hey, can you build this funnel for me? And they just, I ended up helping one person, which ended up helping another person and then another person. And it just kind of spiraled over the past four months. I've been able to sell and start building about 75 funnels with uh, different coaches within the past uh, four months. So it's been, it's been pretty amazing. The way, the way that I tie that in is exactly what I was just talking about. Like I'm, I'm committed to help so many people reach a, a certain goal to help them go, go online to build a, a successful business. And, and my belief is that there are five essential funnels that every, every online coach need, and it's not even just an online coach, every online or personal trainer, even if they're doing in-person type training should have these five different types of funnels, to help them grow their business. Because if you're looking to, to, you know, get into the online world, which Every trainer, if they're not in an online business yet, they, they really should think about doing it because COVID or not, online coaching has been growing rapidly in the past several years before COVID even happened. So if they're not in the online space, it should be something that they should consider doing and, and have these five different types of funnels with it. And it all, it all just kind of evolved just by people asking me for help and, and building different things. And then from, from that, uh, sticking here and what, what they're wanting to achieve, and finding out the different problems that they're having. It's like, okay, well, we build this funnel. Now what do we do with it? How do we get the traffic there? What is the purpose of it? What is the meaning of it? So the five main funnels that, that I think every online coach or trainer should really think about doing for one, and I'm going to reverse it from the top down is think about having like a membership site and you could build all and all just so you know, all these I do within ClickFunnels. I only use exclusively ClickFunnels for, for everything. I don't do WordPress or Kajabi or anything else. Everything I do is within ClickFunnels. But you can build a membership side because eventually you're going to get to a point where you don't want to feel like a robot with all of your clients. There's going to be different training and coaching that you can give your clients that you can set up as evergreen that could be a pre-recorded video, whether it's part of your nutrition program, some workout videos, or maybe just your online process, whatever it may be. Think about all the things that you repeat on a regular basis to your clients and having a portfolio of videos and training modules, sections and stuff that you can give them that can be automated for them. So rather than saying them somewhere else that you don't own, like YouTube, where it has all your videos or uh, another platform that that's hosting all your stuff, but it's not really anything that you own, create your own membership site. So it's something that you own and that you can actually sell for a value and it can build your business and, and give, give value to your customers ongoing over and over again. And it's stuff that you can, you can build, give your clients a training, talk about the, after you they go watch the training, come back and give them instructions for some Q and A. So that, mm -hmm. that's a membership site. And then you're going to get to a point where your, your schedule is so full 
you're, you're always on the phone trying to sell your program, but you're, you're, you want to be able to sell to more people at once. And that's where a webinar funnel comes into. Whether you do a live webinar or a pre-recorded webinar, a webinar funnel is super helpful because it allows you to get your message out there to more people at, at one time and be able to sell them at the cost of your services uh, to more people without just focusing one person at a time. So webinar, webinar funnel definitely comes in. And then if you are the type of person where you are getting a lot of call, a lot of calls and you just need a way to vet out the people that aren't serious or can't afford your services or defeat out the, all the objections that people are doing, we build an application funnel. So an application funnel pre-qualifies people before they get on a call with you. And the way the system works is we have a video that talks about what they need to do. We have a bunch of FAQs that helps that about 50 FAQs that people will ask on a regular basis, all your social proof that you have, and then an application process. And depending on how they respond to you on the application, we'll, we'll decide if we take them to, they get the permission to actually book a call with us, or they actually go to a disqualified page to a low offer or to connect with us on social media, whatever it may be. But they got to get through the application process before they get permission to, or uh, to be able to speak to me on the phone. And after they book a call, we even take them to a pre-sell page, which has a bunch of other videos where they can watch before they get on a call. So that way, when they actually get on the phone with us or Zoom call, however they do the sales call, it's already done for the, all the, all the questions should already be answered. It should just be, how do we sign up? And with minimum questions. So it's a big vetting process that they do. And that's the purpose of the application funnel. And it really, it really evolved from a lot of clients getting frustrated with getting on a lot of sales calls and a lot of them give a, the big objections. Like I don't have the money or I don't have time or I need to talk to my spouse or I need to do all these different things. Well, this application process helps feed all those people out and directs them to where we want them to be. So that way, when they get on the call, they don't have those big questions. And then we do a sales funnel. So an OTO one-time offer sales funnel, which the sales funnel would be, let's just say, for instance, for a trainer to do a 21-day challenge if they want to do. And the, the purpose of it is it's a low ticket, but it goes to cold traffic because the big reason why people normally don't buy from us, especially a high ticket pro program right off the bat, it's not because you're not good at your services. It's probably because they don't know you. And doing like a 21-day challenge or something of low ticket allows them to be able to see who you are, how, you, how, how your program is, and really gain that trust factor in that relationship before they decide to buy. So we build a challenge funnel or a, a low barrier, low ticket sales funnel to get them into the world so that they get an opportunity to get to know who you are. And the cool thing is the application funnel and the sales funnel kind of go to hand in hand. Even though they took your challenge, they may not still qualify for your high ticket program. So when they finish your 21 day challenge, I still send them to my application funnel where then they go through a pre-qualifying process before they get on a call with me and I can upsell them to my high ticket program. And then before that, you know, the other, the last funnel that we do is a lead magnet, you know, opt-in funnel because the, the one thing that, that is the most valuable asset in any coach's business, and I think in any business period, is going to be their email list. If someone's not focusing on building their email list, they're missing out on huge opportunities. Because think about this. I think it was T-Mobile that just bought out Sprint. But why did T-Mobile buy out Sprint? It wasn't for their sexy phones or their equipment or towers or locations. They bought it for their clients, their emails, their members, all those different things. And that's where the value actually came from. Same thing when it comes to uh, your coaching business. If you want to have anything of asset, you need to focus on building your, member, your, your email list. And th these emails is the one lead that you actually own and that you can retarget and remarket to over and over again. And uh, if, 
Russell Brunson, the, the owner of ClickFunnels, in all his books, he talks about like through, through research of his own that for every one email that you have on your list can equate to about $1 of income per month. So if you have 100 uh, people on your email list, that can be about 100 bucks a month. If you have 1,000 people, $1,000 per month, 10,000, 10,000 a month, 100,000, $100,000 a month. So if you take those, that's, that math and see the, the power in creating your email list, that should get, excite you and be like, hey, you know what? This is what I need to do to build my email list. And to do so, you create a simple lead magnet funnel, uh, give something of high value that people can do. Always talk about the what, but not necessarily the how, because you want to get them into your world so you can show them how to do it. But give enough value that they can, that it hooks them in to want to give you their email address, because you got to be able to give something in order to get something, to be able to get their email address, get them into your world, retarget, nourish that list, and continue to, to grow it from there. And then retarget, remarket to them into your, your value ladder, which goes from your lead magnet to your, your challenge, to your application funnel, and then straight into your membership site or your high ticket program. But those are the five main funnels that I believe are essential when it comes to growing an online coaching business. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it takes a process. So we start from the lead magnet and then we work our way up based off of where you're at in your programs. And, and we also talk about helping them create those lead magnets and their offers and their programs and, and how they deliver their services. Because not everyone knows. Like I talk to a lot of people like, well, I can't build a funnel right now because I don't even have my program locked down yet. I don't even know what my online program is. I've been, I've been doing it in person for 15 years and I'm just now getting online, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know what my service is going to include. And that's stuff that we help talk through. I've helped, like I told you, I've helped more than 75 coaches in the past four months. And I built multiple businesses myself, whether it comes from a, mar a martial arts school and a pretty big fitness boot camp with three different cities. So I, I have a good sense when it comes to what type of offers work, what types of programs work, what type of systems that will work to get your message out there. And so you're not just buying a funnel builder when you come work with me, you're actually getting my time and experience of doing it myself and figuring out what works uh, for your clientele. Mm -hmm. For your 75 clients that you've worked with, I'm wondering, because I've talked to a lot of different online coaches, everyone has slightly different business model. Could you tell me what type of products do they sell? Like what's the price range for the membership site and for the high ticket coaching or any other services they sell that's working for your clients? Yeah. So you're talking about what, what the clients, what they're selling or what I'm selling? What your clients are selling. So I don't think the audience knows yet that you're a coach to personal trainers. Right now, I think you're, you're helping them grow their online business, which is why you're doing the Fit Pro funnels. And then the, the funnels are a sequence of emails. And I'm curious, since that kind of sequence of funnels probably works for specific types of business models. Some people do classes, some people do personal training, virtual or just training programs. Could you describe uh, specific people or you don't have to give any names, case studies of, you know, what, what are your top clients selling? Like, what are your top trainers selling? Because I'm curious what their models are. Are they doing $1,000 products or $200 products and selling to a lot of people? Yeah. So majority of the people that I work with have a high ticket type program. And if they don't have a high ticket type offer, that's something that I can talk through on how, how to actually do it. So one, one example, I have a client that we built his funnel. He was barely making 1500 bucks a month and we built two main funnels for him. We had a challenge funnel, like an OTO sales funnel. And then we got him to his application funnel. He was selling his challenge. It was a 21 or 28 day challenge that he did. And he was selling it for like under 50 bucks per person. And within the first month he sold, like, I think it was like 50 or 62 people within, within that. And then from there, then he got him into his application process and then closed him on his high ticket program. 
And he went from barely making $1,500 a month. And then he was within a couple months, he was making 15,000 and he's on the target to making more than $20,000 a month. And it just keeps going up from there. And that's just one case study of someone. And, but usually most of the people that I, I am helping, they are selling high ticket tech coaching services. And if, if, if they, if they don't have a high ticket tech program, I usually try to encourage people saying, Hey, if you're not used to the online space, if you don't have the confidence to do it, start out with like a 90 day program, $500 paid in full or three payments of 200 bucks. When you get five or 10 clients, bump it up another couple hundred bucks. Like do now you got a $750 package then do a few more clients and make it a thousand dollar package until you're comfortable where you're selling $1,500 to $2,400 for 90 days of, of your coaching services. And when you start gaining that credibility and the, the credibility of your clients and also when you start getting the confidence in yourself because you know that you can sell it because you're getting the results from your clients, it, it becomes a lot easier to sell. But all, majority of all my clients have been high ticket type sales. And, and not all my, my clients have been just personal trainers. I help anyone in the service industry and coaches. It just, I try to stick in with the, the health and wellness industry. So I have like nutritionists and dietitians that I help as well as any type of business or fitness coach when it comes to, to that. Because honestly, anyone that's looking to get leads online or grow their business and have an online presence, I, I believe that they should be having a, some sort of funnel to help grow that pipeline. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so that, yeah. So I mean, a funnel could definitely be really crucial to growing your business and, and even automating that process. So I get these alerts every single week that I use from some automation processes that I use. And it, it says you had say you had uh, automated or saved 179 tasks this week. You have saved like 80 tasks this week. You have saved 150 tasks this week. And I start thinking like, man, how much time did that save me for doing it personally? Or how much uh, money did I save from hiring, paying someone else to do those different tasks that I just automated hundred percent and it was completely done for me. And so when it comes to the funnels, it allows you to free up some more time where it, it does that automation process from doing the sales script to your videos, to the order process, to even getting them into your, your program. And that way, when they're ready to start, they're, they're ready to go. You don't need to be like a robot asking them for their onboarding questionnaire and getting that all done or uh, whatever it may be. There's so many processes you could do, but we want to simplify that as much as we can. So that way it takes less time off of you. And that way you can focus on the things that you love to do most. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm really curious about your, the challenge funnel. It sounds like, is that pretty much fully automated and there's no interaction and is it purely delivered through email? So we don't deliver the, the challenge itself through uh, automation. The funnel itself does the sales process. So mm -hmm. like a very simple process. So like we'll, we'll take them to an opt-in page, which could be a free challenge that, that they offer. Maybe a PDF guide of high value. Hey, here's, here's a report to help you lose 10 pounds over the next 30 days, or here's a 21 day challenge help you fast track your results to, to get it. And here's a guide may have some nutrition tips some some exercise tips. Every one of my clients has created something different. So it's not just one specific thing. And, uh, and I know that you're, you're like the queen at, at doing different challenges. So yeah, I, I could definitely uh, talk to you and get, pick your brain on some of the stuff that you're doing, but we have a free one right there that it's it just automated the opt-in. Then it's going to go straight to their email process that they, they will get from there. Then we take them to an online sales page has a long sales script talk about the upsell. So it's pretty much taking them from their free giveaway. And now we have some upsell products where they're, maybe they're giving exercise videos. They're part of a VIP Facebook group. They're doing weekly Q and A, but they're getting more time with you. And that's what you're selling for under 50 bucks. Then we take them to an order page. Then we take them to 
an onboarding questionnaire. Then we direct them after they fill out the questionnaire. Then we take them straight to the Facebook group or Trainerize, wherever they're doing it. But then we have a next step video. So they get to the group, they see the next step video. It talks about the expectations, what they need to do to get started, what the next 21 days looks like. And then uh, once that's done, then they just start getting right into the program. So mm -hmm. it's a pretty uh, full out system. Um, we do have automation emails, but that's just used to, you know, upsell them if they didn't buy for the paid service. But I don't, I don't like the idea of emailing the challenge out like over 21 days saying, Hey, this day, do this, this day, do that. Because the whole purpose of doing your 21 day challenge is to give them a taste and experience of what your high ticket program could possibly look like. And if, if your program is just through emails, then great, then do that way. But I can say that majority of the people that are doing online coaching, there's that personal connection. So you want to add that relationship and that connection as much as you can. So you do so through uh, different platforms like a Facebook group or using uh, whatever apps that you want to be able to do and just get and use it as like a teaser or a little taste of what you had to offer. To, so that way they can make a decision to want to buy your service because you have to think these challenges are used for people for cold traffic, people that don't really know who you are and that haven't really committed to the decision of wanting to work with you. Hey, thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end.co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more of clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.